Hello and welcome to Fans of the Genre 26 for May 8th, 2017. I'm Brian Swanson. I'm Mikey Krieger. And I'm the roads you drive on, Clark. Uh, I didn't write a little intro thing like we've done in the last couple weeks, but we're just going to go right into the show. Guys, I'm feeling video game sads. Um, Sads. I've had Uh, like, what? I was going to ask if that was like an S or a Z at the end. Um, I'll leave it up to you. It's an acronym, and it means two different things. Regard like whether it's an S or a Z. So I'll let you figure out which one. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like I've had like ample time to play games this week, uh, and every time I have that opportunity, I ended up like playing a game for thirty minutes, being like, Ugh, I can't do this right now, and then um, turning it off and like watching YouTube videos or something. Does this does this ever happen to you guys? I feel the same way right now. Like yeah. there have been multiple opportunities where I've just like sat down on the couch and. Uh, watched a movie or TV or scrolled infinitely down on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, I just keep swiping up to refresh your life and uh, it, there's nothing at the end of the tunnel. Um, yep. Yeah, like I, I, I have all these great games to play too. Like 2017 is amazing. I have Breath of the Wild. I have Nier Automata. I have like... I keep on like buying new things hoping that they'll like fill that gaming void but... For some reason lately, I just I'm not really feeling it. I think and... it's because we played Tacoma, and you didn't. Oh, and so no. you're just oh, you're sad about that. Yeah, I am a little That's... sad about that because I because would really the, really like to play that game. Th- that'll be the game where it's like, okay, cool, I'm back. But it might like be months out. You'll be like, guys, yeah. did you ever dunk the basketball? We'll be like, yeah, we dunked the basketball in, in like uh, April. I dunked the guitar in in yeah, the toilet. Yeah. So yeah, we dunked could, the guitar. Is there? Hey, in Tacoma, is there a way that you could take that? guitar and go back to the opening space station zone where the basketball hoop is i don't think i don't think so because you have to take that weird little elevator ride where you just like throw your foot in the hook and like hold on and it brings Uh, you up and i'm sure that you can't bring items past that bummer dude yeah i'm gonna write into steve gainer and ask him to let me take the guitar and put it back in the basketball hoop you said that like Um, like guitar like like a keytar and that would have made that game even fucking better you said like just a slick ass are you really gonna bring a guitar up into space why wouldn't you bring like a sci-fi 80s synthy thing up into space yeah. yeah anyway again that's another email i'll write to steve um we'll see what we can do about that we just write a lot of emails to steve can, can that be just like a recurring segment like letters to steve where just each week letters you write a different letter to steve and you read it out, out yeah. loud on the air sometimes they'll be video game related sometimes it, they'll just be <laughs> like hey how's it going what's what's new in portland steve it's that that can be our version of polygons please retweet where, <laughs> where we just like see if we can get Steve Gainer to reply to an email. Yeah. Please receive. <laughs> oh but, man. Oh Please my receive. god. I like it. Oh, it's so good. It should be a video series though. I'm thinking about starting video series for Infinite Dogs. You guys, I'm back into games that. now. We did it. We solved mm-hmm. it. You got me back. That's well. That is interesting. Like the the act of creating stuff. Like I still am excited about the show, and I'm still listening to gaming podcasts, and like yeah, I'm excited. Like when I have time to write to write and stuff, but um. The act of playing just feels like um, the words I keep coming to are like guilty or uh, like Catholic boy, not, (laughs) not um, productive. Um, And that's sort of a hard thing to overcome because like Mm. I'm at this zone in my life where I'm looking at it and I'm like, I could be doing so much more, but then when I stop playing games, I'm not like doing anything productive. Yeah. No, I'm usually just like, sitting there on my phone just like scrolling through like facebook or something and mm-hmm. yeah it's like oh yeah the tv's right there and then just like look right back down at my phone it's like nope oh, do you guys ever have that like mikey you were just talking about this yesterday or two days ago like i i get this like overwhelming laziness where i'm like i could go into the other room and play zelda on the monitor that i got or yeah. i could just keep sitting here on my couch and like, uh, uh, <laughs> like no. not doing anything and but so what, what that conversation was was uh because you guys saw on my uh, playstation feed that i played bloodborne for the first time um yeah i, I redown really so the I, first I, time no i so i redownloaded bloodborne and booted it up and i don't know if it's because i redownloaded it or because like i originally played it before they added that feature where it's like Oh, like look at when like I played for this for the first time, or yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but I redownloaded it. And the reason why I redownloaded it is because uh, my PlayStation Four is in the living room, um, and my copy of Overwatch, which is what I wanted to play, was upstairs in my bedroom. So I'm like, 
Uh, I'm just going to re-download Bloodborne, which took like an hour and a half to download. <laughs> and you just um, didn't want to move. Yeah, because I didn't want to go upstairs and grab Overwatch, which like I think I came upstairs to like grab like my cup of water or something or like my laptop. So like I did actually go up to my room at, at one point, but I was just like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm waiting for Bloodborne now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I'm not playing Overwatch. Yeah. I'm waiting for Bloodborne. Yeah. Overwatch. Yeah, like. so that's that's part of it right now. Is like I know that I could be enjoying certain things if I just like did it, but then I'm like, yeah. oh, but I want to keep listening to this podcast but i also want to hear the game audio uh, and like podcasts are easier so i think i'm just going to do that <laughs> that's actually been it for me is we're like I'm, I'm actually really behind on all my youtube shows but i got like i had a really hard time catching up on all my podcasts and now like i'm listening to podcasts all the time like i went back and finally listened to a bunch of old episodes of the bodega boys that i like had on hold mm-hmm. um and yeah and then i'm just like oh but then i like but i also really want to watch this youtube thing or um or like i could want like could play video games but i don't like I'm, I'm into this and like i and i do actually still have those like kind of somewhat mindless games where it's like i could totally t- turn the audio off and like just like kind of like muscle memory play mm-hmm. um like if we like listed every single video game that we touched during the week i'd talk about the binding of isaac every week because i yeah. like at night like it's like okay i'll throw on like a podcast or a tv show mm-hmm. and like this is like what I kind of like fall asleep doing. Like I'll, I'll right. play Binding of Isaac for like 45 minutes until I'm like, okay, I, I can't even look at my screen. I'm too tired. And then I just like sit on the dock and I'm um, like, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and Mario Kart's been that for me because Mario Kart's just, Mario Kart 8 is so good. Yeah. Well, we could, yeah. yeah. Um, like we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I'll, I'll harass Brian into buying it in a, in a little bit. But, not buying that game. I already played uh, it's, it. It's, no, you have Yeah, you and 12 the, other people. <laughs> yeah um but like for for me i've actually kind of been like checked out of like the community like th- that's been mm-hmm. what it like this time around that's kind of what it is it's like i've just been off twitter a lot um yeah like good for not you gonna lie. like not gonna lie <laughs> i like i had a long like a two-month stretch at work where it's like i had a lot of downtime it's like all right and that downtime is gonna like sit on twitter but like the past like two or three weeks have been like fucking buck wild at work we're just like it's non-stop and i haven't been able to like like i haven't had opportunities to like sit down and like mm-hmm. you know check twitter really and so like in some ways it's been really nice and like oh cool like i don't need to be stay like sting tuned into like every shitty thing that goes on in washington dc or like the dumbest newest like beef on twitter between like a game developer over uh frustum yeah. culling the latest is um whether like whether pizza is sandwiches yeah or hot dogs I, I, I dude that article was so good <laughs> i didn't actually read it the one no, on vice yeah <laughs> i didn't read it yeah the last things i saw were that and pierce morgan asking if james bond was a real man that was pretty good too that that, that um, one that one had that was a chuckle yeah yeah so like what i'm discovering is that there are certain games that are like good for getting you back into games or like um in some games that aren't. And I think that like as much as everyone loves Breath of the Wild, like to just come back to that game after like a day or two of not playing and be like, oh yeah, this is what I was doing. Okay, I'm gonna keep trying to do that thing. And oh, there's this enemy that I'm clearly not really supposed to be fighting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's really nowhere else to go. So I'm gonna fight him and then die eight times and then Is it a Lionel? You're getting stuck on Lionels? Is it a Lionel that shoots like ice arrows at you? Yeah. Mm- no? D- d- different Lionels have different arrows. Um, oh, I shot. I went like way east um, to the, uh, the Lanier Mountain. Yes, to, to yeah. recapture our memory. And yeah, then I you, went through that gate. And you were going to do a Lionel. Okay. Yeah. That's um, it. It's like the so hardest yeah, in the game. Yeah, no, th- th- those oh. are. like So, like, whenever I did, uh, I guess, spoilers, um, like, whenever I did my like run on Hyrule Castle, like, there's Lionels there. And, no. like, the. Li- the the Lionels gave me more fits than Ganon. Like, mm. like, like I, and the Ganon fight was like really good, really well balanced. And like w- one of my favorite Ganon fights. Wait a minute. You fight Ganon in this game. Oh shit. Mikey. Oh, I'm sorry. This thing I'm sorry. Is a master sword. Wait, what's that? <laughs> um, uh, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the Lionel, like I had to use way more potions on like the, the Ganon a, fight, like kind of nerdy sh- name for a, enemy by the way i, I like it because like, it, like those funny. lionel were those like 
not Lego blocks, right? No, that was those were uh, uh, Playmobil. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there was like a kid's toy, Lionel Trains. That's oh. what it is. <laughs> trains. There's also Lionel Richie. Yeah. Well, I mean that, that's every. That's every. That's something. I don't know. It's early. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> it is early, guys. We, everyone, it's Monday. Listeners, it's, it's, we 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 record this very early on Sunday mornings, and I think we could probably find a different because, time because we're masochists. No, yeah, it's, it's our church. <laughs> it's yes, <laughs> praying to the fans of the genre. Um. Anyway, I yeah, I like I really want to have a point in my life where I can just like zone out to Breath of the Wild and not really be concerned about other media that I'm not consuming. To, can I be, if I can be like how the way I've been seeing Breath of the Wild, to be honest, is like it's mm-hmm. almost like the perfect game to just pick up after like a week of not playing it because unlike every other open world game I can think of, the controls don't get more complicated. The oh objective yeah, they just start complicated and remain complicated. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, I, I run into so many problems with that game's controls. I think it's a bad setup. Oh no, I'm not I, sure what I, 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 I think that that's like a, a fair like way to see it but like you're not learning a new way to navigate the world 20 yeah. hours yeah. in like in right. assassin's creed or something well and, and then yeah. um horizon like you're always picking up like new weapons and like new new different traps and like they work differently it's like mm-hmm. oh fuck where was i what do i have how do these work again like the zelda it's like no you have your your arrows you have your swords or and your like yeah. your melee weapons and like that's about it go ahead go nuts like you learn like you get all of the tools that you need in the first you know hour of the game and yeah. like uh the, the way that like the systems um like like it's like you kind of like discover the systems then on your own and like start like blending them together it's like worth like the yeah. fire and like um you know in combat like you can use that to create like an updraft and you know like you can do so many different things with that and like like that's really like the most complicated as it gets and like that's just different tactics that you might want to pursue. Like, yeah, um, I forget who it was that was saying like, Oh yeah. Like this is the perfect game to play like 10, 15 minutes at a time. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I couldn't not play that game for like less than like three hours at a time. Like it's, oh, but, but, uh, yeah, but no, but like, I'm, I'm, but people are saying that like, yeah, I can play this in like 20 minutes and like just, just enjoy that. it for what it is. Yeah. No, that's a good point about how it doesn't change. So like in theory, if I just came at it from a different, frame of mind maybe i could yeah. enjoy it more well, it, just pick yeah. up. But. and some people um hated the controls and then they swip uh swatch that uh, switch to the uh jump in the dash buttons mm-hmm. and that, apparently that fixed it for them like i, I like the default setup better but um yeah we'll see uh like obviously i'm gonna keep playing it i am actually just sort of waiting for the day that i can trade in my wii u um yeah to be sort of be done with it so maybe i'll power through this or like find a way to like trade everything in for a switch and then just start over yeah no um, once they say that like oh hey we're gonna like start putting wii u games like like for serious on the switch then i'll be like okay cool bye wii u yeah like i because there are still so many great great games on it that you know mm-hmm. like i actually have been like kind of having the itch to go back to donkey Kong country uh tropical freeze because i, I that never game finished it has to be one that's going to make a switch port like they're yeah. going to see the success of mario kart and realize that like no one played these great games that are on yeah. the Wii U and bring them over to the Switch. Well, yeah, 3D World will, will be first, and like I played that game multiple times front to back, mm-hmm. um, and I would do it again. But like, don't, like Donkey Kong, I never actually finished. Um, like those boss battles are tough in that game, and like there's one like late game one that I got like hooked up on, and then I just never picked it up again. Same with Dark Souls. Oh man, you should pick up Bloodborne. <laughs> like the, the worst part of Bloodborne is yet. the first part. Uh, Once yeah, Gundam Versus comes out, yeah, that game actually looks super dope. Like, yeah, I, I would if like you were saying, like that game could get you a PS4. Like, as someone who like doesn't really care about Gundam, so like what? Like, I would pick that game up. All right, and in I, terms of SEO, if 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 all three of us had a great uh, Gundam game, we could make great content for the internet, and then yes. people would search for it, and we'd be the only ones making content for that game. That's very so, true. Yeah. We should look into yeah. that. All right, we're gonna <laughs> just spend four hundred dollars, Brian. Um, Welcome to Fans of the Genre, a podcast about Gundam uh, versus. You can get a PS4 yeah. for like two fifty. No, I know. I'm just teasing. To be, to be honest, I, I'd get a pro. Yeah, hell yeah, you would. 
future proof yourself um what yeah. else do you guys do when uh when you're feeling this video game sadness like i've been trying to read a little bit more um yeah and that's about it <laughs> i watch uh, tv and i don't know i have been reading a little bit what have you been reading um let me look up the full title because it's pretty pointed and i want to make sure i get it right uh, um, but you go first i've been uh i bought that the the book uh, American Gods a while ago because it oh, became cool. a TV show Neil Gaiman's American Gods um, Showtime I think just started putting out a TV show for it so I've been trying to get through it and it hasn't quite like hooked me like I'm not reading it every night but mm-hmm. I'm almost I'm almost like a hundred pages into it and it's it's interesting it's a lot of it's a lot of like world building and, I'm, and it's it's one of those books where I'm not sure if I'm missing something yeah but maybe it'll uh, all come together at the very end though yeah. Um, the book the book that I'm reading is called Listen Liberal or Whatever Happened to the Party of the People. <laughs> it's uh it's a book written by Thomas Frank, who is a very left leaning person, and it's a uh, sort of an analysis of the last like forty years of the Democratic Party and how they are incompetent and can't actually do politics and they had every opportunity to turn the country around and then they've squandered it. And um <laughs> anyway, it's just light reading um when I'm not playing games. Um I'm sort of discovering that uh gosh i don't know i don't really want to get too political but like both parties are bad and yes the democrats are like less bad but they're both bad <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah anyway yay socialism all right um you reading it all mikey or what are you up to um so i actually have been getting like really deep into the nba playoffs like Basketball's fun. I like I haven't like really seriously been into basketball in a long time and just watching it, I'm like oh yeah. Like I remember like oh. being a kid and like just being like totally enamored like going to Trailblazers games all the time and like um you know like you watch like Le- like watching like LeBron James like it reminds me of watching like Michael Jordan when I was a little kid. I'm like mm-hmm. holy shit like this is amazing. And like so yeah. Like I've got gotten really deep into that. Um and what else? Like I went to Mariners game this week, which was fun. I've been like, I've been getting into sports, like for like, it's just a good way to kind of like check out of, you know, like where a lot of people use that, like video games. So like, I'm just going like, to check out from stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like I haven't really been on Twitter. Like I haven't been following politics or the, the gaming scene, like pretty much this past like week or week and a half. And it's been kind of refreshing. Like I'm sure that this week I'll like get back into it and like, yeah, you know, be like I, I feel like I, I'll be like refreshed and all that stuff like coming into this week. But yeah, I've been like watching a lot of basketball, which has been actually like a, a lot of fun. Like I, yeah, it's been a while since I've been into it. Um, you know what else I've been doing? Hmm. I uh, I've been going through my own Twitter feed and like finding like really really choice tweets and uh, sending them off to a uh, to a to a printer. And I've actually got like a couple of <laughs> tweets hanging on my wall. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. There's one. Um, it's like super good. Like it was really funny and it was kind of like kind of pushing the boundaries of like comedy, I think. Uh, yeah. Just sort of like being a little edgy, you know, uh, I made fun of women and I, <laughs> I don't know, like it caused a lot of uh, controversy, but I thought it'd yeah, be great it, to tweet it because it was it really got, like, it pivotal moment out of in the company life. you co-created. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me back on the show guys. I, I really appreciate it. No um, problem. Yeah. We're all about yeah. that. We're about that. We're all about that here. You know? Yeah. Celebrate your tweets. Just being a little edgy, you know. I just Put them on like the wall. Pushing. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's what I've been doing. But like, I have been playing games. <laughs> so uh, I actually finally, because it's on sale, got uh, near Automata, and I'm very, very excited to keep playing through that game. Um, it, it might be the game that gets me back into it, but it it is one of those like, um, where I pick it up and I'm like, oh man, they're really gonna make me like go from one end of the world to the other for a couple of random quests. And I'm sort of waiting for the moments that everyone kept talking about that like really like grabs you and like keeps you playing. Um, yeah. Near Automata is a Japanese game developed by Yoko Taro in uh, coordination with Platinum Games who makes like Metal Gear, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Bayonetta, Vanquish, like really cool like high action games. Um, yeah. And this is a game about humans that um, suffer from an alien invasion or something, and they go up 
can colonize the moon and then they send androids back down to fight the aliens who have made a bunch of machines as their army and then you're playing like hundreds and hundreds of years after all this happens and you're like discovering things about earth and the machines and aliens that live on earth um and there's like really interesting questions about life and uh like what it means to be alive and a lot of sci-fi tackles that question, but this seems to be doing it in a really interesting and kind of like sad way. And I'm really, really excited to like, it's it's like nothing I've ever seen in a game. So I'm, I'm super stoked to, to keep playing. Sad boys. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seems like guys... a lot of uh, sci-fi kind of takes a very like cold hearted approach to tackling that stuff. Like very, very like mechanical, like mm-hmm. just like kind of steps back and, you know, is more analytical and breaking down why these things happened. And from yeah. what I understand, like Nier Automata, like adds a lot of like pathos to it. Like, yes, that's yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think it's spoiling anything to say that like very early on, you kind of discover a, a compound of machines and they are like performing sex acts and they're like, engaging in theater and they're like mimicking what they see as human life and like begging you not to kill them like there's some Uh, maybe that was a spoiler i don't know but like that that's just like one small instance in a larger thing and that's cool you play a very kind of like distant character so you're not sure how things are going to go like if you're going to sympathize with them or um end up being their destruction or something i'm I'm like apparently there's multiple endings through different chapters and like you replay the main story over and over again and things are different and I, yeah. i'm only like five hours in so we'll see what happens but it's super super cool um yeah, yeah. like it, it looks super cool but something about a like a 3d like action bullet hell game yeah like seems odd to me like, it, like i've seen a handful of videos of it. i haven't gotten too deep in because i do want to pick it up and play it mm-hmm. and i realized that like this past week probably was my best opportunity for the near future to pick it up when it was on sale near, the near future <laughs> uh don't like that yeah um but yeah like, I, like again i so many things like i got maybe four hours into horizon that i still want to play yeah I I maybe like, play that. two hours into persona um and so now I'm picking up Bloodborne again. Yeah. Because that's just a nice, easy, light, you know, game to take a break on. I've been playing a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, of only after you've played through it once, so you just, like, understand everything about it. But Yeah. No, yeah. and it actually is a lot easier. Like, I beat a handful of bosses on my first mm-hmm. try that, like, I remember uh, Father Gascoigne, Gascoigne or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah. It's a French name that I am terrible at pronouncing. Um, yeah, like, I beat him on my first try. And I remember oh, he was, I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, no, like I, one, well, like, you know, I, I, I beat him the first time I played it, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I was just like, holy shit. Like I remember having just the worst time with him specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, um, to go back to like, uh, yes. uh, Nier's like combat and gameplay, like if you're familiar with like DMC, Bayonetta, um, Ninja Gaiden, like it's a, it's a type of game like that, but then, it mixes things up a little bit by like switching perspectives to a 2d plane. Like the game's still rendered in 3d, but like if you move to a certain trip wire, the camera will shift to like a 2d game and you kind of like, or top down, it shifts a lot, but like at any point in the game, you can shoot with your little robot companion. Um, huh. and it makes it sort of like a, an interesting mix of like, you might as well just be holding down the shoot button cause it never expires and it, there's no timer or anything. And then, hacking and slashing with like the face buttons. Um, I don't think it really gets in the way though. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily ever feel like a bullet hell game the way that you'd expect from like a Cinemora or another, a couple yeah. of other like explicitly bullet hell games. Um, it's more like kind of flavor for mixing up the gameplay more than like a genre. That's really cool. Um, I think part of like sort of to, to bridge that, what are we playing to the fatigue thing a little mm-hmm. bit is like, I. Sometimes I just get exhausted at the, th- at the thought of like picking up a new game and trying to like or having to like understand a, a new like rule set for a specific mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and that's something that I think I feel a lot more outwardly toward uh, like board games a lot 
because you know like the first time you ever play through a board game usually it's like you never play it right and it's you know you're yeah. just learning the rules and sometimes i i get that feeling with games too where like the the faster a game is at just being like go and play that usually it'll grab my interest a lot fa- a lot quicker but when mm-hmm. a game has an extended tutorial or drags it out like that this is the number one way to, to drop me off pretty quick. And I think that that's probably sure. a, a very like normal feeling, but um, just a thought right now of being like, yeah, like, you know, like, let's say if I had a PS4 and wanted to play horizon, like I, I wouldn't be playing horizon right now because I don't want to like, you know, learn it. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. And that's, that's kind of like the beauty of games like souls and, and bloodborne and breath of the wild. I'd say like, yeah. like it, really does just sort of throw you into it and it does introduce like, especially zelda it does introduce systems to you very gradually but there's never a moment where it like stops you and makes you do something well yeah blood bloodborne's tutorial is whenever you get to the hunter's dream there's the little yeah. like notes on the ground but you can like, totally miss that yeah oh yeah no like i was just like i remember that there's something over in this like corner and then like i was mm-hmm. just walking over all of the tutorials so, like oh yeah i forgot that that's how it teaches you how to play the game <laughs> right like, right but uh similar yeah. to dark souls as well like i just remember walking through the asylum and there are like x opens the menu or start opens the menu yeah yeah and it's just like okay thanks yeah like i kind of figured that out but uh yeah and I, I like especially bloodborne like it teaches you that it's gonna just kick the shit out of you like mm-hmm. like by having that first segment just be a miserable slog like like you need to be patient you need to be tactical you need to be precise like and the like you can't turn your blood echoes into a new level once you either get pretty deep and find some um i think insight is what they call it not humanity but uh like oh yeah or like you get humanity by finding the cleric beast and like you don't need to beat him you just need to find him and then at that point once you have the insight you can then like you then have access to like level up your character and then like increase your stats. So like mm-hmm. the first area is just miserable. It's so hard. Like e- even me who's like played the game, it took me a while to get through that because yeah. like it's, it's a lot of people you can't mess up because then you need to go back through all of them and like try to find your blood echoes, like trying to hold on to them so you can actually use them. Like it's, it's, it's really brilliant. Like yeah. the way that it just kind of like, you know well it like it also just sets the tone for the rest of the, the game and like how you're gonna yeah. play it like it you it it, it, very exactly quickly sets up like how this game will be and how you should play it to maximize like your like currency and stuff yeah no like if it had like steam's like kind of return policy like it think mm-hmm. that'd be perfect for it was like you're gonna find out like real quick whether or not this is a game for you so mm-hmm. like yeah like if it's not for you you could, you could very easily just back out if we're on like steam but uh yeah um, or, I would or, say like, or Xbox soon. Yeah, soon yeah. Xbox will have pretty much the same refund service, which is pretty yeah. cool. But Bloodborne's um, the best PS4 game, so like, why would you do that? That's a good point. <laughs> um, I would say that like Near feels like a game that may have existed in the early PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 days, where like when the, when we were still getting a little bit more, maybe in late PS2, we were getting more like. Um, like more of these character action games from Japan where yeah. like there is sort of like a setup period. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, like we've had the first couple hours. It's like, it's, we haven't had anything that isn't platinum like yeah. in that genre since then. Like, right. We still get like, like bayonetas. We still get um, like metal gear rising. We still get, we those got like the, the, the ninja theory DMC, but that was like a Western studio. And I think yeah, that yeah. one actually had a pretty good entry section where like it didn't feel like it was holding your hand for too long yeah um at the same like, time too I, I do like oh, the, like the character like like setup you know i do mm-hmm. like the uh maybe an example might be like the the tanker chapter in metal gear solid 2 where mm-hmm. you like spend the whole game kind of learning the controls and playing a snake uh right. before you play as Raiden. like i i enjoy that it's just if we're talking about like learning the rules and things and, and, and like tutorials it's more just like the idea of Man, I'm in a fucking tutorial for three hours. <laughs> yeah, and then by the time you're end of that, like you can't play games for the rest of the night, and then you have to relearn it all tomorrow when you pick it back up or something. Yeah, yeah, and like I feel that I 
got the feeling because I tried playing Darksiders a few weeks ago because it was free on Xbox and like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it, it felt like a very sad attempt at trying to make one of those games. Um, and I don't remember if it was a podcast I was listening to or a YouTube series, but like somebody was describing like the reason why Bayonetta games are so good is that, um, like you just have like the two buttons for combos and like. Mm-hmm for like really advanced players who play on higher difficulties, like you need to use those combos that are like, you know, like eight to 12 inputs long or mm-hmm. like you could hit, you know, like, or if you're like a new, like a new player, you can just like, you know, do the basic like three punch combos and like get by largely like, um, like the, the, the way that it's set up across like different difficulties, like they accommodate different kinds of play very well. And like, even though those games are so elaborate and over the top and like you can just do the most bat crazy shit in them. Like if you, you know, you put the difficulty on a proper level, you can still get by by just doing like basic inputs. And like those games are designed so well to like be accessible to all kinds of players Mm -hmm. that, um, it's really hard to replicate like the like tact, like tactile design that those games have. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, uh, combos, I, in a desperation to get back into games, and after watching a really cool Giant Bomb series, I uh, I picked up Ultimate Marvels' Capcom Three on PlayStation Four. It was like thirty bucks. Uh, it's a re-release of like a 2012, 2011 game. Um, yeah, but the Marvel versus Capcom games are like really crazy fighting games, which with like a bunch of Marvel characters and a bunch of Capcom characters and. Uh, the series that I was watching on Giant Bomb is called This Is The Run, where uh, Vinny and Dan from Giant Bomb East were playing Soul Calibur competitively. And um, Dan was talking a lot of shit about how he had never been beaten by anybody in Soul Calibur with very particular rules. Like, it was 8v8, eight eight, uh, random characters, um, best two out of three. So uh, Vinny was like, I'll bet it will take me less than 10 attempts to beat you in Soul Calibur. Dan was like, okay, we're going to do it. So, like, from the very beginning, Dan was kind of kicking Vinny's ass. And then you could, like, see over the course of the series, Vinny, like, was practicing at home and he was getting better and he's using a fight stick. And, like, it just reminded me of all the fun times that I had playing games, uh, with, mm-hmm. or especially fighting games with my friends, because I think those are some of the most, like, engaging multiplayer experiences where you're watching the other person and keeping track of yourself and, like, learning systems and understanding yeah, yeah. it's a lot like watching sports i guess yeah um, that's how um my like me and my family and my friends would play smash brothers it's like yeah like you're like and, and with that like you have to bounce so many things like even if there's like an unexperienced player in the corner it's like you still need to watch out for them because they might pick up a star or a hammer and just like totally would just wreck your shit and like mm-hmm. like yeah like i had those things like i never got too deep into like the one-on-one fighters but yeah yeah like with marvel versus capcom specifically though like I remember that being the first game like that I reckon like, you know, I don't think anybody called it that at that point, but like that's the first game where I recognize that there's a meta here. Like there are like yeah. character balances and cause um like that game specifically, I don't know if it was two, but I remember remember some kind of like classifications where like it's like, oh no, this is like a ranged character, this is an aerial character, mm-hmm. this is like and like they, they had like different roles, but like that were totally like not necessarily like built into the game as like, oh yeah, this character is this class where it's like, oh, like in, you know, Overwatch, like, oh, here are your healers, here are your tanks. Like, yeah. Like I remember this game having like, oh yeah, like Iron Man and War Machine, they're really good at, you know, like anti-air or, right you know. right I'm like, sure all that is still in uh, MVC3, but yeah. I, uh, I, I can't keep track of all of it. And yeah. actually this cool. is like one of the first moments where like, have you heard like esports players kind of lose their dexterity at like 25? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, crazy. Like, I used, to, I remember thinking like that I was pretty competent at fighting games. And I remember I picked this up when it first came out for PS3 and I was like, mm-hmm. I could hold my own. And you have to be so fast with the button inputs that I don't know yeah. if I'm ever going to be very good. But I picked up this one in particular because our buddy Brandon plays it a lot. And I thought that if I could train, I might be able to like fight him. Allah, this is the run in Soul Calibur. Um, but he was—he's like the buddy that I play fighting games with. Um, so we'll huh. see. We haven't played it yet, and I haven't spent too much time with it. But it's like super crazy, and it's a lot of fun. 
It sounds well, yeah, like like with that like meta stuff. That's the reason why I could never get into Marvel versus Capcom. Like, oh, yeah. beca- and th- that and you have three characters like on your team. Yes, it's and insane. You, like, you have to, yeah, and you have to switch back and forth between them. And it's like, it's like why can't I just like be Spider Man? You be Ryu, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. we'll call that good. Um, yeah. Like I, I wish that there were a like one, like a one v one version of this. Yeah, like th- that would be what would get me like really deep into Marvel versus Capcom. But mm-hmm. just the like trying to balance the tag, and like the tag y- stuff is really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like having yeah. like team comp where it's like, oh, when they pull out this yeah. guy, I'm gonna have this guy to counter that. It's like mm-hmm. th- that was just a few mm-hmm. too many layers for me to get into those games. But I, I love Street Fighter. Street Fighter is my favorite like one v one fighter. I think I think me as well. I, although I have more. Um, like competency i think in soul caliber because you can you can button mash a little bit more mm-hmm. um but yeah that's also a 3d fighter not a 2d fighter there's a lot of fighting games um uh, bu- 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 what was i gonna ask about oh um brian talked a little bit about the prey demo that game came out yesterday or two days ago uh yeah yeah it's I, I don't really want to say anything narratively about it because I think you mm-hmm. guys should give it a try. Um, it's really interesting. Um, so Prey feels Prey is a first-person action, first-person shooter kind of game uh, where you play as a guy navigating a very crazy world with some sort of alien going on. Alien, mm-hmm. like, evilness, bad guys attacking you. Uh, I appreciate, by the way, that you're clearly trying not to say the thing that everyone's been saying about this game, the very reductive comparison that everyone's been saying about yeah. this game. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even so, going to try to bring it up because I think it would just like ruin what you're trying to do. But right. Keep going. And so I, I don't know, like it's it's incredibly story driven. And so the the point of it, I don't know what I'm trying try to say here. It's really story driven. Mm-hmm. And so you as you navigate the world like this, this uh everything just sort of makes more sense i don't know you're um it's cool it's cool i don't know that's got a really cool opening intro, opening sequence and i'll say like okay. non-narratively like one really really fun part about it is as you're like flying in this jet to this test facility that just picked you up or no it's a helicopter like you look out the window and, it, and you just see the like the opening credit scroll like in the horizon and, and it was oh, cool it was pretty wild um mm. I, I like, I like the, the the mysteries that it that it sets up, and it really subverts a lot of a lot of your expectations about like the storytelling as you uh, get through sort of like the first I'll say day in the game. Mm-hmm. So how like how is the story told to you? Like, is it through environment, in, like in, in interacting with like text in the environment? Is there like someone talking to you via voiceover? Are there cutscenes? Like, um. Yeah, like how's the story told? You you get it through like a phone call and then you check your emails and then you okay. actually do see characters in the world. Um and that sounds so unappealing to me. I know. <laughs> like I, I, I know that that's it's I'm sure more entertaining that it's like, oh yeah, you gotta check your email. It's like, oh fuck. It's it's definitely, you know, like the the Deus Ex email thing where you go to a computer and you see the like you see like a terminal that has like three emails yeah. on it. And so you, you interact with the world in that way and learn the story that way. And I think that's really fun because it's sort of, it, it sort of like, uh, picks up on, on this innate, like, Oh, like I'm really curious what someone else's emails say. Like mm-hmm. it p- picks up on that curiosity a little bit that maybe no one else has, but me, but, um, <laughs> not that I go around reading people's emails, but, yeah. um, you piece things together that way. And, um, if if you were to compare it to like other video games, right? Like it does feel like something between a Deus Ex and a Bioshock. Um, yeah, like this game, um, it's 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 very overt in the game, so it's not like ruining anything to say that it it borrows heavily from the Looking Glass era of video games, like System Shock, and then um, later, like Bioshock was inspired by that and Deus Ex, and so it's if you're interested in like a narrative driven first person. Uh, game with it sounds like pretty innovative combat with the from what I've heard like there's ways to the 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 game makes you question everyday objects um the game ha- sets up different ways to like deal with these enemies by like um 
basically freezing them and i don't know it sounds really really cool uh and if you're interested in like fucking around with uh <laughs> physics and systems and powers like it sounds like you might be well suited to play prey and there's a demo that you can play that's like an hour long and it's much mm. better than me fumbling with my words to try to figure <laughs> out how to how to say narrative driven first person shooter <laughs> and doesn't it uh well i mean that there that is a helpful distinction because like you know when people hear first person shooter like a lot of people go straight to call of duty and like yeah. yeah there's a story there but like i wouldn't call those narrative driven you know right like no for sure yeah i think you're good yeah good no, like it a narrative if, if you add that qualifier to it or that like adjective to it like that makes yeah. it far more appealing to me personally sure and I, I hear that it borrows um the like pick up every single object and put it back down that gone home did yeah uh, so we should write an email to steve and asking him asking him how he feels about it please free steve i mean he was please streaming it the other night yeah, yeah it's he, like it's like it's like three streams deep at this point i think Three oh. streams deep, huh? Yeah. Fulbright's super into it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nina Freeman was also streaming it, I saw. So that, that's cool. Or playing it, at least. I don't know. Um, Yeah, like, mentioned it a little bit, but um, Mario Kart 8 also came out for the Switch. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, and that sounds like the, the same game that was on the Wii U, but now it's available for, like, ten times the amount of people. I think that's great. I was, yeah. <laughs> is it <laughs> it's good? Not my Does it feel good game, on the Switch? But... Oh, it's very good. Yeah? It's... So, it... Definitely... I, I, I It's hard to say much about it without it saying what already hasn't been said. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all of this... Like, it takes all the stuff from the Wii U that was good. And yeah. it takes out the bad stuff, which was battle mode. Right. And then it fixes the bad stuff. Like... Yeah, if you played Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, and if you played it a lot, like it's mm-hmm. largely the same game, but it's on an online infra- or infrastructure that actually works. It's with, mm-hmm. you know, like you can actually play it online with people. Like people largely have it. Like I'm like, yeah, Brian isn't getting it. Um, my one of my other Sorry, Switch buddy. friends is waiting until she uh, like gets settled into her new place, then she's gonna pick it up when she's done moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so like right now, I actually don't have a lot of people to play with but no friends i know uh and that's also part of this like gaming fatigue is like i've actually really wanted to play online multiplayer games like i have a a strong itch to go back to to, uh, the division i was just thinking about that the other day i almost traded it back in because i only played it three times (laughs) if 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 you were down to play it i think the only way i'd be down to play it is to pick up that survival dlc and like do it totally yeah. different because the the main game wasn't doing much for me, but I'm, like, I I am feeling that need to like play with a friend. I, a I, yeah, like well, we could also do Overwatch. We could do we could also do Heroes of the Storm, which we've been Here's saying for the, like storm. the last yeah, weeks. I've I've also been itching to play Destiny for whatever reason. I'm probably not going to pick up that game again until Destiny Two. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, but I want to play it. But yeah, but Mario Kart is like it, it's so good. It's still one of the prettiest looking games I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, like they they really know what to do to make their games look good. Like it's all about art direction, really clever lighting tricks, and I think that shininess. Those, yeah, those those like first party Nintendo games always look amazing, and it's because they're not going for yeah. photorealism. I love it. Yeah, um, I, I never dabbled. I, I think two hundred CC was DLC stuff, right? In the original Mario Kart Eight, because for whatever reason, I don't remember playing much of it, if any at all. Um, and it like it totally changes Mario Kart. Like it's not the kind of like floaty, um, you know, kind of really easy to pick up. It's actually like really intense. Like it's really fast, mm-hmm. um, and which makes it work like great for like the F Zero tracks. But um, yeah, like you actually need to like stop and break, and you need to like you can't just hold the accelerator the entire time, and it like totally forces you to play the game differently. That's um, cool. Yeah, it's super pretty. Um, like it's it's the best Mario Kart. Like if you have the nostalgia for sixty four, like like the nostalgia for the Wii Mario Kart is actually way bigger than I realized. Like I was talking to a few people at work about it and they're like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I loved the Wii one. It was so fun to just like, you know, pick up the wheel and it was like, Oh my god, really? Like the Wii ones I'd put it in like my bottom two or three. Mm. Interesting. Um, I think that 
the Wii one is probably the first one that people played in a really long time. Yeah, probably yeah, because N sixty four for a lot of people, and then yeah, because uh, between that you be had the same the, thing with the Switch. Yeah, they had the, the Game Boy Advance. You had mm-hmm. GameCube. Um, so I think that was one, it. Two. No, you had um, the DS, DS one. Yeah. and then Wii, and then seven on three DS, and then out eight. Um, so yeah, like you know, the DS probably would have been the best opportunity that a lot of people would have had to play it. But even then, that wasn't like the most. Recent. Like the, the, I feel like yeah, that was still a pretty young audience that did it, or like mm-hmm. like hardcore Nintendo people because it like didn't proliferate the way that the Wii did. Right, um, right. But um, yeah, yeah, like, sounds like, cool. I've been watching a lot more streams of it and people playing it, and it it's just fun to like. I don't know. I I've, I always enjoy like the way people talk and interact when they're playing a game like that. Um, it just feels like you're hanging out in the same room with people when they're streaming that game. I don't know. Yeah. No, like it's, it's such a good game. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's something that like, I like it's actually is like the best kind of, um, was it antisocial Karen in the original switch reveal where it's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to bring your fucking switch to a party and then like pull off. the <laughs> people are totally and doing play. that. Oh no, absolutely. And it's awesome. It's so much fun. Like, the Joy Cons are definitely harder to use, but when everyone has that same kind of limitation, mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't make it like unfair or like it's like oh I'm stuck with a bad controller. It's like not nah, everyone has you know a less than ideal controller. It's like come down. This all reminds me of a Polygon wrote an article about this, but I just, I did want to mention it. We we have been watching the um, Netflix show Dear White People. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's based on a well, it's like a recreation slash redo of a movie that came out in 2014 that frankly wasn't very good. Like it was very interesting, but like it didn't have enough time to really go into what it wanted to. Um, the Netflix series is like 10 out of 10. Amazing. Very, very good. And they actually like have a moment where they, uh, it's just like two friends playing video games. And there's a scene in 13 reasons why that's like, like stock footage of a very slow, uh, first-person shooter that does not look realistic, and the way people are like <laughs> pressing buttons to it in the game in the in the show are like not how people play video games at all. It's just like <laughs> kind of like bobbing in their seats and like jamming on the buttons and like I love that. I don't know. And then <laughs> the juxt- the juxtaposition when you look at the screen, and it's just like seriously like someone turned the sensitivity down on the y-axis or x-axis like to one, and they're moving so slow, <laughs> and there's really cheesy sound effects. It's like it's fine. It gets the message across. Like they're playing a violent shooter game. Um, but to, to anyone who's played a video game, it's like that, that's not how it works. And dear white people, they do a very smart thing of not showing the screen. They're just showing the people, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like they're making references like, Oh, you got me with the hammer. And, and then the other guy was like, Oh, that's what happens when you decide to play with items. And, nice. uh, and then someone is like, why does Mario still wear a plumber's outfit? Like he hasn't done any plumbing, you know, whatever. <laughs> They're very clearly playing Smash Brothers. And yeah. at first glance, like you're looking at their controller and it's like, they're using a like a gamepad, not a uh, GameCube controller, a Wiimote or a Wii U um, gamepad. And then you look closely and like, oh no, that's the Wii U Pro controller and they're playing Super Smash Brothers 4. They just don't need to show it. And like, they're not yeah. overreacting with the button presses. They're like talking the way that you and I would if we were playing Smash, like talking like a little bit of shit. And That's it just true. felt really genuine yeah. and nice. And it was like a really cool moment for the characters too. Because like, I don't know. They, they, they needed each other in that more. moment and they needed to to bond over something. And it was pretty rad. Um, I love it when... It's like one of the very few moments that TV gets gaming right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything else? Uh, Brian, did you have any more to say about Heroes of the Storm? No, not really. I... I, my friends and I kept trying to play unranked draft matches where you and your team both pick, or you and your 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 the opposing team both pick your team at the same time, and oh. we we kept getting destroyed constantly. It was not fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we were just playing to get the skins from Overwatch, and the last two games that we played were just quick quick play matches where you just pick mm-hmm. a hero and get thrown into a group, and we won those two and it was actually pretty fun. So I guess nice. if you're trying to just play the game and enjoy it and you're mm-hmm. not looking to be competitive or read up on the meta, just quick play. Cool. Um, guys, I, I gotta be honest. This, this conversation has got me Jones into play some video games. You guys might've helped yeah. me get out of my slump. Yeah. Same here. Game boys. 
were the Game Boys. <laughs> Funny story, that was one of the working titles for this show. <laughs> the yeah. Game Boys. I'm glad it's uh, not. Unfortunately, it was, I think it was already taken. Yeah. Thank There's you, Game Boys. I think this is a better name, though, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it still um, keeps me up at night. Like, what could have been? Really? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> are you guys I got plenty uh, other stuff keeping me up at night yeah are you guys um thinking of writing any content for infinitedogs.com yes yeah um, okay we've been I mean, we've all been I've been like I've got a draft that's like I don't think it's very good Any, and I don't know if I want to publish it I might just start writing something else and come back to it yeah that, um, that's kind of that's part of where I was at with like I was working on a couple of different things and then yeah I, I think that didn't help the mm-hmm. kind of fatigue, but like, yeah, just me kind of being checked out of like games for the week. It's been yeah. like, like I, I feel like, yeah, once I kind of dive back into it and I'm like knee deep in all that stuff, it'll, it'll be nice and refreshing. But yeah, yeah. I've been mm-hmm. busy with work and everything. And there's been a lot of like same sociopolitical things happening in the world that keeps me from like <laughs> yeah. doing anything productive. So maybe that's it. This is dumb federal administration we're living under. Um, but yeah, Keep an eye out for infinitedogs.com. That's where cool things are going to happen. Um, we got to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's wrap it up like a burrito. I love burritos. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to fans of the genre. Uh, you can send burrito's emails a to the... Sh- burrito's not a sandwich, Brian. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Keep going. Is, is uh, a wrap a sandwich? Yeah. I wouldn't, cons- I wouldn't consider a wrap a sandwich. I'd consider it a wrap. Radical sandwich or, anarchy, or just, baby. Or just a cold burrito. <laughs> I hate this. Um, you can send your e- emails to info at infinitedogs.com. We would really love to get a email or an, an email from someone um, to read your questions on the air. If you like what we're doing with the show, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps others discover the show. It's really the only way to get um, placement <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. So it just takes a few minutes and it really helps us out. You can follow us on Twitter at fans of genre or at infinite underscore dogs or on Facebook at fb.me slash fans of the genre or fb.me slash infinite dogs 420 baby. Um, <laughs> thank you to John Bash for composing original music for us. You can find more at johnbash.com. Is there anything also, else, boys? You could email us whether or not pizza is a sandwich. It is. Yeah. Hey, do you think that oh. pizza is a sandwich? Send your thoughts to info at infinite dogs.com. Uh, I think that's going to do it. We did it. We did it. We did a pod. Did a thing. Let's play. Hey, guys, I have a request for you yes. this week. Let's play some video games. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Right. I want a cool. video game. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>